0: Golf of WRX land and wisdom in golf. Good morning, everybody.
1: Good morning. We have
0: an, another awesome episode for everyone today, including us. I mean, it's the, you know, these topics of conversation that we're going to have this morning are really cool. Mm-hmm. Brings me back to, uh, cause it's master's week.
1: So exciting. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. exciting. I remember every April was exam time in university. Yeah. And I would always have the Masters playing on my laptop in the background as I was taking notes for my classes <laughs> <laughs> for exams. I'm like, I can't miss this.
0: It, it just gives you the warm and fuzzies, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's an uh, unbelievable tournament. And, uh, you know, the election just happened. Yeah, that's. And overnight. usually, and then now the Masters is happening right after the election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, okay, something's amiss here, but we will take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's just it's just too good of a tournament. And uh the topic of conversation um is uh, Bryson DeChambeau. He uh he went for a little uh practice. Masters practice round. Yeah, yeah. And uh basically had uh a few people around him drop their jaws and you know, the eyes were sticking out of their heads. Mm-hmm. And uh he was going through you know, they're going through the the iron shots that he's hitting into some of the greens yeah and it immediately reminded me of how tiger dismantled the golf course back in 1997 yeah Yeah. and it started with a front 940 yeah could you imagine Mm. four over par on the front yeah and wins by 12 yeah that's that's insane like what happened after that like they said you know uh between the ninth green and the 10th tee he basically checked out and, and put a superman cape on <laughs> yeah. and uh you know and, and and you look at the the um, the shots he was hitting like he hit an 8 iron into the 13th par 5 yeah and i remember him hitting wedge into the 15th mm-hmm. par 5 it's a a downhill you know par 5 yeah and so after that they you know everyone was everyone was talking about tiger proofing Augusta National mm-hmm. and so they lengthened the course and now they're using other tactics like mowing from the greens back towards the tee boxes so that the grain of the grass is leaning toward the tee box so you get less roll off your drive yeah and the the iron shots that you're hitting you have to you know you have to be a little bit more of a Uh,
2: Surgeon. Yeah. You got to
0: have a little more surgical precision with the irons. Yeah. And which prompts, you know, you you look at uh, Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Who has uh, three of those epic forged Callaway clubs in his bag. Yeah. And he's, you know, seriously contemplating putting a full set of those clubs in the bag. It's a good idea. It's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, i since we've been playing with those irons, oh man, uh, the them. last month. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, well, duh, of course. And, and mm. he's talking about how uh, the leading edge is not as sharp. It yeah. won't grab into that grain that's on the fairways. Yeah. It's got a much higher launch and lower spin because when you hit the ball thin. Yeah. With your blade irons. Yeah. The ball spins a lot more. Yeah. And you lose distance. So you're hitting it thin. It's got less mass at the bottom, and and it's just not um, um, an a, a, a proper club yeah. to hit off that off that lie off, yeah. off oh, out of those conditions. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, yeah. Every time I hit that my you know that that epic Ford seven iron, I hit it a little thin. I'm still carrying the darn thing two hundred yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm fifty five years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, Phil, who just turned fifty. Yeah, and and he's you know so so you look at the phenomena that was started by Tiger in '97. Yeah, and he hits the gym with a vengeance, and yeah. he starts you know he, so Tiger at the time, and then you look at the interviews. Colin Montgomery was not a short player, at the, you know, by any means, and he was averaging 270 off the tee. Yeah, right back yeah. in '97, and that's everybody's three wood now. That's right. You know, that's the the current three wood distance. Mm-hmm. Bryson is carrying his three wood through He hit the the third hole par four it's about three hundred and fifty yards at the masters, and he flew it over the you know he hit it over the green, so he probably hit it on the green and it trickled off the off the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty insane right there, yeah, so Tiger at the time was fifty yards longer than the average player, and yeah. now Bryson is doing the same thing. With 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 what he's acquired, yeah, in his length, and he's going with a longer driver. He's going with a forty-eight inch driver, and Phil's looking at that really carefully. And and yeah. oh, I got to applaud Phil too. He's fifty years old, and he's he's grabbed himself by the bootstraps, and he's hey, I'm going to do this too. <laughs> yeah, he
2: talked about you know taking advice from Tiger about hitting the gym, you know, getting himself in good
0: shape, and you can see it's slim. Like slimmed down a lot, very much so, toned up and slimmed down. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, that's inspiring me for this winter. Yeah, yeah. You just gave me my new program, and I'm I'm slowly trickling into it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's right. It's, it's <laughs> a, the first week of soreness is hard to get, get over. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I'm I'm gonna hit a little harder this week. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really exciting what's happening, but you could see how the bar has been raised. So Tiger Good. raises the bar. Yeah. Then the Masters counters with that and length lengthens the golf course. Yeah. And and applies all these tactics to slow people down, mm-hmm. and then Bryson shows up with oh yeah his beef body yeah that three months and, you know yeah and and starts to dismantle it all over again, mm-hmm. and so you know we look back now and and you know I asked you this morning mm-hmm. I said you know I I have not followed football. In in you know because I mean there's only a certain amount of hours in a day for me yeah yeah and at one point you gotta you gotta pick your, 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 your pick sport. your battles right yeah, yeah. pick your sports yeah so it's really interesting getting your point of view as to what's happened in football yeah
2: you know yeah so what we talked about this morning was that um, with uh, Patrick Mahomes from Kansas City Chiefs he's raised the bar for the quarterback position alone because um, uh, you know twenty years ago the the standard was you no know, pocket passing, stay in the pocket and you, you know, do your reads and then, um, you pass it off. And at the time, you know, most quarterbacks were not very mobile. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, if, if it's nothing, go- nothing like the plat- plays not going well, uh, some quarterbacks now they extend the play. So they just run out of the pocket, get an extra 10 yards for first down. Before that was, you know, considered dangerous. Cause the, your, um, your mileage goes down. Cause if you don't want your quarterbacks getting hit, right. Cause yeah. that, over time, you know, it shortens your career. But um, with Patrick, he he's very elusive. Um, he he, what he does is also um, bait the d- the d- defensive backs. Say he's looking for a receiver. You look at the DB, uh, bait a DB to look at a certain, to go to a certain side. Yeah. But he'll pass to the to the other side. So say he's looking left, but he passes to the right. Um, while looking at the DB, just to keep him on that side, and he can throw with both arms. Exactly, yeah. That's a th- that's the other aspect of his game that people, um, where most defensive coordinators get frustrated with, because because <laughs> <laughs> he does stuff like that, you know. Like so, uh, a lot of teams have to always. Um, I would I want to say create a Patrick Mahomes rule because he's so um, stressful like he's so stressful to go up against because he just scores points constantly with his receivers, of that's course. It puts pressure on the other offense because they have to score as well, too. Right. So that's another aspect of the game that, you know, that's changing because of him, because every team that plays him, it's not just the defense getting stressed up; It's the offense having to like also keep up with these scoring abilities. Right. So that's one aspect of um, the game that I've seen evolve being the, the bar being raised by him. And he throws it like a baseball, too. Just like a very uh, like a sidearm pitch, sidearm pitch, which is very unusual for a quarterback to do. That but, is, but uh, for him, he's very accurate with it. He finds spots where you know you wouldn't think to throw the ball. Very, it's, very it's a very different, different angle, different angle. He's finding
0: different angles to throw.
2: Yeah, and it's a very sharper angle too, because it keeps it low. Sometimes you know he knows how to work the trajectory of the ball if he wants a high arc or a low low toss. You know, and. Uh, it's funny because the receivers always say that it's like when, when Mahomes knows about to pass, just always be ready because you never know what he's going to do, right? So they have to be honest. Themselves. So
0: they have to adjust by the way they're receiving the ball because yeah. they're not used to seeing the ball come at them that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. So they're just are ready for any kind of situation. So I'm sure it practices. That's it so both. exciting, man. Yeah, it is very exciting. And um, just another aspect of uh, the receiver side, uh, one receiver from uh, Seattle, Seahawks, uh, DK Maycalf, this guy's a freak of nature. You know, like, oh yeah, yeah he he's, is. Yeah, he's uh, he's six four, two forty, runs a four three. Now normally a guy his size would be a tight end or a defensive end, but he's he can run routes like a you know receiver. And like say twenty years ago, receiver <laughs> was like you know five eleven, one eighty. Right. <laughs> <There> <laughs> like when I
1: looked at him, yeah. I said to me, I was like. Oh, that's their tight end, right? He's yeah. like no, that's your receiver. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs>
2: yeah, so it's just like another, you know, freak of nature. and I was just raising the bar of in the game, right? So, so,
0: but I mean, how do you go up? How do you protect a guy like that? I mean, he's towering above you. Yeah, so that's and the he thing. can move you. You know, he can. How are you supposed to move him?
2: He's a mismatch for a lot of uh, defensive backs. So it's it's uh, it's just like a, it's an unfair weapon, but that's just the reality of the sport. So it's like yeah. you know, teams have to adjust accordingly as best as they can.
1: You need yeah. more, like, um, more all-rounded athletes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you get, like, a Swiss Army knife, right, so mm-hmm. it's, like, of, of, of the sport or, or the position.
1: Well, what's that guy that that plays quarterback, but he's also on special teams, and he's also a kicker?
2: Oh, Tyson Hill on the uh, uh, um, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. He, uh, he's uh the quarterback, backs up Drew Brees, mm. but he also can, he does special teams, he does... Um, uh, he's a quarterback too so he passes he can also play running back so he he's yeah like i said swiss army knife
0: so beautiful evolution in that sport right yeah and it's you know obviously you you wouldn't be able to see that in soccer no not really because there's just too much running (laughs) yeah
1: it's like you're a sprinter and a marathon runner all at the same time yeah so you're like you can't you can't really be heavy
0: right no you can't
1: really be too bulky like most of the guys are just lean and trim yeah, and just machines.
0: Machines. Different yeah. kinds of machines. They're not, yeah. you,
1: you won't see like a bulky soccer player.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing in golf. I mean, it's, a, golf is a slugger sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when, when Tiger got big, I yeah. mean, and, and everybody said, well, looks like we have to adapt to that because this guy's yeah. taken, he's, he's, you know, he's, mm-hmm he's taken us all you know <laughs> yeah. it's over i mean when he takes a lead it's like it's insurmountable mm-hmm. yeah and now you look at uh, the crop of players that are out there i mean the average drive on the pga tour is is almost 300 yards now mm-hmm. yeah and the top 10 guys are, are around the 320 yard mark yeah. they
1: all they, look like athletes yeah.
3: yes yeah,
0: yeah big, big time.
1: time yeah like everyone you know there's always that like Thing around golf where people are like, oh, it's not a real sport, da, 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 You know, it's, it's that ch- has that's changed. changed.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's changed.
0: A that's lot. definitely. You
1: changed, cannot yeah. say that golf is not a real sport.
0: Yeah, and um, even the heavier guys, they they don't look sluggish. They look like mm-hmm. you know, like, like football yeah. athletes or, or baseball
2: players. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. baseball players.
0: Yeah. So I mean, and then and then you have technology on top of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at, uh, yeah, I, like I've gone, uh, I've done a complete 180. I mean, I was. One of the most, you know, the one of the players and teachers with the most tradition, right? I I yeah. love my blades, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love hitting blades. I love the feel and the sound and all that. But now, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, that's over. Yeah. Like it's over for me. Yeah. Uh, you know the after hit after playing nine holes mm-hmm. with irons only with yeah. those with those Callaway Epic forged. Yeah. And Sav before that, I mean, you mm-hmm. had those Ping G seven uh G710s mm-hmm. and you could see you go from your blade 7 iron to your super 7 iron mm-hmm. yeah and and that just hits the it hit the pocket for you yeah and and gave you the trajectory and the carry that you needed at that specific distance
1: mm-hmm. well cuz i find for a lot of people hitting the longer irons is more challenging yeah so like short irons i was fine with but as it as i started like going up the ladder Starting at six iron, it started to get a little, yeah. a little more inconsistent, a little harder to hit. You know, yeah. not as.
0: Do you don't feel comfortable.
1: Or? Yeah, well, not as comfortable. Not
0: as comfortable, exactly. And it, you know, if I look at the the evolution of the golf ball as well, I mean, when I played the Titleist Bolada at the time, mm-hmm. which was uh, it feels like a marshmallow compared to the golf balls of today. Oh and, yeah, and you know it's a it's a a small little rubber core mm-hmm. that was filled with liquid and around that rubber core is elastics wound up tight interesting and then there's a little you know bolata cover and then in those days bolata was a natural uh rubber uh, gum from a tree
1: oh <laughs> oh. oh yeah <laughs> right yeah.
0: and so you hit those and they spun so differently i mean you could you could wrap the ball around a tree you could spin it so much more it's
1: like a bouncy ball
0: Oh. Yeah, and with the long irons, you got the lift because you had the spin. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, uh, on it, the spin kills. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and and so the golf balls have evolved to where it gives you about eleven thousand RPM on the wedges. But then you really don't want that. I mean, with a driver, the ball would just raise and fall and backspin back, spin
3: back mm-hmm. and,
0: yeah. and and it wouldn't go anywhere. So then now you have the knuckle balls that come off the driver that go you know, miles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and then, but somewhere in between in the mid to long irons, there was something missing. Yeah. And the manufacturers, if they figured that one out. Yeah. So now you've got the equipment that's lined up the and the golf ball that's lined up. Mm-hmm. And then the boys are hitting the gym mm-hmm. Yeah, and the gals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, I mean, yes. they're not bulking up, but they're in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and and I think golf has has evolved to that stage, which yeah. is to me exciting. Yeah, it makes
2: sense because like exciting. when you work out, your endurance goes up big time. Especially yeah. playing like a tournament, you know three days or four days in a row. That's a lot of work uh, demanding on, on the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so- and, uh, and I have the Whoop um, device, and I've been noticing when I you know do training sessions when I swing. Yeah. My heart rate uh, goes up to about like one eighty to one ninety, which is very high. You know, because then uh, it makes sense because when you um utilizing power output and like when you swing yeah um that moment of, of a swing where it's like powerful swing your whole body's in, in sync it's working right mm-hmm. and, oh, oh and it's really fit. so it's a it's, it's a very explosive um, um action yeah, yeah very explosive yeah and that's why
0: you, you see what well, actually um bryson riles himself up before he hits the driver, yeah. So he's trying to get that heart rate up, yeah, yeah. So that the whole body can fire mm-hmm. on all cylinders,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah,
0: dude. See, that's why it's 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 a it's a nice to have a, a kinesiologist in the <laughs> family, right? <laughs> yeah. this, this right, yeah, yeah. This is really important stuff, yeah, yeah. So that's another dimension that I I never thought of because at the time, you know, we were talking about how. Oh, we need to calm ourselves down under pressure and stay low, on it. Mm-hmm. but that's changing the game right there. Yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. you didn't have a not heart monitor when you're you know, playing golf, right? Right and now with the, the you know watches that they have these days, they you can monitor that. See, you see where where an athlete's too much, where the athlete has too much strain on the body, or or if they're an optimal. Pos- no position to be have to take yeah. strain. And yeah, there's this
0: new uh, EKG, portable EKG that they're mm. selling on TV now for like 89 bucks. I'm going, Wait. whoa, That man, that's incredible, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. So many people around the planet are going, well, that's a godsend for them. Yeah. Because they can monitor what's happening, with you know, from, yeah. from moment to moment and not mm-hmm. have to, oh, I think something's wrong. And then, you know, and so that's yeah. going to um, make, make the medical system a lot more efficient as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, it definitely does, I noticed.
0: So uh man this is really cool. Yeah huh? I know yeah. The technology and and um and understanding and 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 being able to to fine tune I mean I'm I'm so excited for a lot of sports including golf. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's exciting for golf especially because it's a sport that needs young players coming into it. It needs to be an attractive sport yeah. for yeah. it to continue as a as a big sport, you know. Yeah. yeah. And It annoys me to hear some people say, "Well, oh, they're hitting it too far. We gotta change it, and oh, they're doing this, and we gotta change that." And they're—it's like they're not—they're not excited about the progress that the sport has being, like that's being made in the sport. You know,
3: yeah, Yeah.
1: it's kind of disappointing to see that because you want it to be exciting, you want it to be an attractive sport, you want to grow the sport. So why would we take steps back?
0: Uh, That's a beautiful point there, Sav. I mean, when when you hit. A shot mm-hmm. in on you know we cut we talk, I talk on the screws yeah <laughs> well you showed us that I, I showed you a persimmon <laughs> yeah. driver they they go yeah. whoa that's <laughs> small <laughs> it's really tiny yeah yeah so I had to you know bring a little history back we'll we'll do a video with one of those uh, persimmon drivers for yeah. sure yeah and um and I still have my uh, my Tommy Armor McGregor Tommy Armor forward oh jeez you know they just don't make wood like that anymore they mm-hmm. just cuz the wood just doesn't grow anymore they've they've basically decimated those persimmon forests mm-hmm. so yeah the um the excitement you get when you hit it in the screws it's like hitting a grand slam home run yeah yeah and you get to do that you get to have that possibility mm-hmm. on every shot in golf that's what's so exciting yeah yeah but to look mm-hmm. at bryson You know, hit it 400 yards off a tee box. Yeah. And thinking, and you're just, you're putting him, you're putting yourself in his his shoes. You're Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, that's like on hole number two, 575 yard par five. And he's hitting a short iron into the green. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, boy, this is going to be an exciting Masters. Yeah, Yeah. How can it not be? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and everybody else. Is looking at that, going, "Oh, I got to get me some of that." Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly,
2: and it
0: just raises the bar for everybody, and and mm-hmm. then everybody gets that twinkle in their eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then you and then as a as a fan mm-hmm. and as a as a viewer, you mm-hmm. you know you just can't wait to watch. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know? I think it raises the bar, but also I think people have to keep in mind that. You don't have to be a Bryson DeChambeau to play golf. No. There's so many different approaches to a hole that you can take and still score well. You bet. You yeah. know, so it's not just like, oh, Bryson's doing this. It has to be that way. No, yeah. people score very well doing it their own way as well. Yes. You know, it's just like that's that's the beauty of golf. Everyone's a little bit different, but you can still accomplish the same results. You bet. Because at the end of the day, it's score is what matters.
0: Well, it's. I mean, if it's uh, let's say for a player who normally wouldn't wouldn't reach a certain green in two on a par five, mm-hmm. and then begins to reach that green, yeah, that's exciting. Exactly, because for everyone, it's a possibility to 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 bring in a a better score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are people out there that that do things better than Bryson for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, he's narrowing the gap though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it want. It makes people want to be better. Yes. Yeah. And keep up. But at the same time, you can still play your own game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to. It's, yeah. It's, it comes from you. Yeah. Yeah. So then, the, you know, the next. Um, so obviously what Bryson is doing is working for him. Mm-hmm. And the, the part of the, the next part of this talk that I want to talk about is um, how do you know your practice routine is working for you? Because like in the last 30 years of teaching, there's been a lot of theories thrown around and uh, a lot of experimenting going yeah. on yeah. in the game and a lot of lost uh, careers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of hurt careers, mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, that are in pain and then then, you know, they they don't know when I mean Graham Dillette is thinking about shutting it down again. Mm-hmm. And and this is after two major surgeries to his back with a year and a half to two year recoveries. Yeah. I mean, the window is getting shorter in the game of golf. I mean, you know, Tiger did all of his stuff in about a twelve year window. Mm-hmm. And right now he he's basically, you know, he's trying to summon up the remnants of what he was mm-hmm. yeah. and try to put together what he needs to go beat Jack's record. Yeah. I'm sure it's always in the back of his mind, but yeah. we we can see that the conditions have to be favorable for that to occur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um the, the the stuff that you're working on right now, it can't hurt you because then <laughs> you you can't practice anymore.
1: Listen, let's just Get one thing straight. I, it always confused me as an outsider looking in on the sport of golf as to why there were so many major surgeries on backs yeah. in a sport with no contact.
0: And there it is. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs>
1: as, a, as a soccer player, my entire life, I had never, ever, ever had an injury, even come close to anything like that, right? And golf is a non-contact and you, you, sport,
0: and you've been, you've been, and I've been knocked around. You've been knocked around on that field. That's why
1: bit. every time you would say something like, "Oh, this guy, he's got to take a whole like year off, or he's got to take two months off because of this, this, and this," I'm like, "But how? It's not a. Th- there's no contact.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, how do you get injured like that? Yep. That that means there's something wrong.
0: Yes, and and the fact, what's really cool. And, and you look at kinesiology and you look at biomechanics is, is become prevalent in the game now. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I always knew that the knowledge I had or still have, of course, in anatomy Mm -hmm. was going to pay off because I went in a very different direction 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked at how they were resisting with the lower body to coil upper body against that's going away. Thankfully. It's not going away fast enough, but it's going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and now, of course, you have to hit the gym to be more resilient. Yeah, uh, because you are, you know, swinging at a much higher velocity. Yeah, big time for uh, for, uh, for many of them. Yeah, and um, and that's why it's it's really cool. It's going to be the, uh, neat to see the contrast between the Champions Tour mm. and the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. In the next five years. Yeah. You know, I look at Phil goes out to the Champion's Tour, wins his first two events. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's hitting bombs
3: mm-hmm.
0: past a lot of the guys. And, yeah. and uh, you know, basically is the Bryson of the Champion's Tour. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Phil, just, you know, when you think, I'm going to hit another bomb, you know, yeah. it's like. It's, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting. And uh, so you look at. The transition in teaching, and the transition now we have the knowledge, a lot more knowledge of biomechanics and what to do and what not to do when it comes to injuring the body. Yeah, we're training a lot more like dr- long drive competitors. Yeah, and long drive competitors, they they can't injure themselves. They're so fit. You know? Yeah, they're Cause... fit guys, and that and and then finally they're looking at toward those guys and going, hey, they're hitting it longer by letting the hips turn in the backswing.
1: There, yeah. there's. They're so flexible. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely no strain because you can't, you can't hit it that far if you're resisting with the lower body or whatever.
2: Yeah. Like baseball players don't resist in the lower body when they swing and they keep their spine nice and balanced.
0: And
1: no sport. Yeah. No other sport movement has any restriction.
0: Tennis. None of them did that. None of them did that.
1: Soccer. It doesn't matter what sport it is. There's no restriction. You can't.
0: That's right. So the the the, the whole body it's it's a domino effect throughout the whole body, right? Mm. So, yeah. So now, how do you know your practice is paying off, or when? How do you know to soldier through a difficult time mm. so that you stay on point, you stay on task? Because mm-hmm. there are going to be some difficult times in the game, right? There's mm-hmm. some frustrating times in the game of golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the way we do it is well you have a specific task. Mm-hmm. And let's say your full-time job moo is lumberjack. Yeah. Well, I mean y- you start as a greenie and you you yeah. go and you you look at what the veterans doing and yeah. you you kind of imitate what he's doing and you start chopping down your trees. Yeah. And you want to show that hey, you're part of the team and you're going to work hard and then after a week you're just like sore beyond belief. Yeah. But then the body adapts. Oh, big time, yeah. And then your brain adapts. So while your body's adapting and growing muscle, your brain is adapting and creating more uh, efficient motions. Yeah. And it's like the whole system begins to change.
3: Yeah,
2: it recalibrates, you get new new neurons to handle the job efficiently.
0: And it's important to listen to that. Yeah. Right? I keep telling my students, you're Pinocchio without the strings. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is... Thankfully, you know, when, when somebody says, well, you got to hold your legs in place and don't move your legs. And then you're going to coil your upper body against the lower body. And then you're going to position your arms here and you're going to position your legs there. And while you're busy thinking about where you put your body parts, you're getting injured. Yeah. You're not aware of what's happening in your body. Yeah, And you're causing yourself way more harm than good. Yeah. So number one, I want to Make sure and reiterate that, hey, your wiring, mm-hmm. which is self-preserving, yeah. works at 40 million bits of information per second when yeah. you allow it to, yeah. and your conscious mind, that can only be in one place at a time, that's been proven over and over again, can't be two places at once, mm-hmm. at 40 bits per second. Yeah. It would literally take you a lifetime to put together one golf swing mm-hmm. with your conscious mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you have to rely uh, on your beautiful gift that you have to lead the way. So you say, hey, listen, you know, the good Lord puts you on the planet. It says here, here's your Pinocchio with no strings. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do with that now? Yeah. And then you say, well, I want to be a golfer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you say, okay, here's your, there's the tools. Here's your golf ball. There's your conditions. There's the golf course. Here's the wind. Here's the water. Here's, you know grass and stuff have at it and so many golfers right now are practicing going what's wrong with me why can't i do this Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and it's like well good lord smiling down going listen i gave you a really good machine and Mm -hmm. you're looking back up and you're saying why is this machine so defective Mm -hmm. but you're obviously barking up the wrong tree when you say that yeah so What task do you want to accomplish? And that's why we we look at simple tasks like, here, we're going to cut some grass Mm -hmm. with this grass whip. And you look at the tool and you go, that's Mm self-evident. Just teeth on that sucker and there's a blade and and there's some grass and there's ground. And uh, I want to make my yard look good. So I'm going to cut grass along the ground, make it look pretty. And if my job, full-time job for eight hours a day was to do that, well... I can't be yanking that blade around like a pit bull with a rag doll. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, you know, use some momentum to do that and use Mm -hmm. the weight of my, of the arms and tool to perform that task. And then you realize, wow, this, I can do this. This is really nice. I'm employable, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) because you're doing such a fine job. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, wow, I could plug that into that seven iron I'm just going to cut through that dandelion stem through that divot up behind on that par three. And I'm going to release through that divot to the left side of the green and let the wind, the left to right wind, drift that ball back towards the the pin, which is the, in the in the right center of the green. Yeah. And now you've got this beautiful flight plan laid out. Yeah. And you've got this beautiful anticipation and you have this very simple task to execute. Mm-hmm. But – the conditions and the, and your, and the, 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 your competitors putting pressure on you and all. Mm-hmm. So you have all that stuff to overcome. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to overcome is, you know, Hey, am I, is my technique okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is my swing plane in the right place? Mm-hmm. And you know, we, uh, that's why we associate positions mm-hmm. with a purpose to the task. Yeah. So I said, okay, you know, and uh, and and that's why Goldilocks is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's an example. You want to know if you're swinging, if your if your backswing's on the correct plane. Everybody has insecurities mm-hmm. about what they look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they come to me and they go, well, you know, I think I'm a little too flat in my backswing. I said, how do you know you're too flat? Ah, <laughs> uh, really, I don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. Uh, if if you wanted to play solid golf, um, let's go back to Phil Mickelson with the his his epic forged irons. Okay, that he wants to have a full set to play with. Yeah, because it has better turf interaction
3: mm-hmm.
0: with the conditions he's going to face at the Masters this week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it all is with golf clubs. People don't understand that your golf club is first and foremost a grass cutting tool Mm -hmm. that negotiates grass and ground Mm -hmm. for you to create the golf shots that you need to create. Mm -hmm. Putting a golf ball to a, you know, you just need a nice flat surface. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, they're doing with they've got spring loaded faces that are really fun. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they know how to distribute the weight behind that face mm-hmm. to create a better platform for the ball to come off of. Yeah. But to put the ball on that platform, you need turf interaction. So yeah. we go back to, hey, here's your grass whip. Let's cut the grass back and forth. And I put a grass whip in their hands. And, and it takes five to ten minutes sometimes to get them to cut the grass properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's not a lot of time, is it? No time to drink a coffee or something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah and so then i put them on video down the line and and then they look at their swing plane they go wow that feels so much higher than what i'm used to yeah i would never go there on my own because mm-hmm. i thought that that was bad mm. yeah and but now i look at my swing on video and it looks awesome
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and i said well doesn't that look like You're supposed to be in that position to do what you're, what we're, what we're getting you to do right now. Yeah. He says, yep, that fits. Yep. And that's exactly what we do. It has to fit the task. Yeah. Yeah. So there are five senses that you have Mm -hmm. and the sixth sense, the sixth sense is what Tiger and Bryson and all those guys use Mm -hmm. when all of that's humming together. How are you supposed to get in the zone Mm -hmm. uh, of performance? Mm -hmm. In that flow state. Yeah. When you're thinking about, where's my elbow? What's my elbow doing?
3: Yeah. I,
0: you know.
1: Tiger please. didn't win all those tournaments by thinking that.
0: Heck no. I mean. It's
1: like, where do I got to go and how do I how do I get there? Exactly.
0: And so, back to, um, you know, Bryson. He's going to hit the shot 350 off the tee. Mm-hmm. That can't go sideways.
1: No. <laughs> no. He's so can't.
0: so he is really focused on where that ball needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going over that corner over that particular tree which would take it over that bunker that I can't see from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got to be in that pocket there so I have that chip onto that green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's being very precise with his targets. Yeah. Which means his swing is going to react very precisely to that. That's Mm -hmm. right. Your swing can't be accurate when you're thinking, don't go on the water Mm -hmm. and don't uh, push block it out of bounds on this hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're standing on the tee thinking, okay, um, I typically snap hook two shots per round and uh, it can't happen here. So what do I need to do to not snap hook left? You can <laughs> do you realize how insane that thinking is? Yeah. yeah. Right?
2: You planted the wrong seed in your head there. Oh,
0: massive. So now what do you do? You say, well, okay, I'm going to weaken my grip. I'm going to open my face to make sure I don't go left. And then...
1: You go left anyways.
0: Either, you, well, <laughs> either that or you block it way out right. So you remember yeah. Justin Thomas on mm-hmm. s- hole number 16 mm-hmm. at the Zozo. Mm-hmm. He's at Sherwood Country Club, which, of course, I played. And thanks, Brian, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> Still, re- you know. Uh, uh, reminiscing. Reminiscing. And Maddie. So I'm on that hole myself, and I'm, I'm being greedy because I, I have a wood in my hands on my second shot. Mm-hmm. And it's a really narrow entrance to the hole. If you're left, you're in the trees, and there's a big swale that kicks the ball away from the pin, mm-hmm. and and if you're right, well, there's there's another swell, there's bunkers, and there's more trees, and then there's uh, the hazard. So Justin Thomas is on the right center of the fairway, thinking, don't go left, mm-hmm. and then he blocks it way right. It, yeah. uh, block slices it into the into the hazard mm-hmm. and makes a brilliant par. Yeah, but there's the opportunity for the tournament. Right. So when he's thinking don't go left that's what's going to happen and mm-hmm. this is he's the number 1 he's the, he was number 1 number 2 player in the world mm-hmm. how do you think you're going to fare with that kind of focus <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. you have zero chance yeah if that's what's happening to that guy yeah, yeah. and your ability to get up and down for par after that that's <laughs> probably
1: not as good as his. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so
0: let's start with, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. What's the flight plan you need? Mm-hmm. Let's match up what you're trying to do to that flight plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have a clear, precise way of doing that.
1: Well, he perfect example was that shot that he hit off the cart path.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that
1: is. narrow opening with the trees and then cars lined down the right side yeah. like right beside his ball yeah. Yeah. pretty much and he had such a narrow window but he, because he had that he knew exactly what to do yep yeah he had no other option
2: yeah that's right so he had to stick with that plan exactly
1: and he pulled it off so nice yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. amazing huh yeah. and and that tiger was that for a while later in his career mm-hmm. i remember one of my students going to uh, ohio at firestone which is a really difficult golf course. And he was playing with Bubba Watson Mm -hmm. and he loves, you know, tiger has a lot of admiration for Bubba because of what he can do with the golf ball. Mm -hmm. And Bubba's the kind of guy who says, listen, I don't tell me where my club face is and what plane I'm on. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a, that's a, to me, that's a galaxy far, far away. Mm -hmm. But you can tell me what you want me to hit and I'll hit it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll serve it up for you. No problem. I can even do that halfway into my backswing. Call it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And his central nervous system understands what to do to create a specific shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when Bubba's on, he's on when his confidence is there. And um, you look at uh, Jordan Spieth when he was on in twenty Small target. Small target, small mistake, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now he's thinking, well, how do I... Put it together. He's still in the how and Mm -hmm. it's not about the high, the the how, it's the what, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: you know? Yeah. What do you want to do? I'm going to put it there. And then you got to trust the machine to do it. Mm -hmm. And, but you need to train that way as well. Yeah. So when we're on the driving range hitting shots, it's exactly like if we were on the golf course hitting shots. Mm -hmm. And when we're training the golf swing, we just started our, our indoor training program. So there's a time to train as a time to perform. Yeah. And because of COVID, mm-hmm. we have a lot of our customers from the club that typically would go to Florida this time of year, Yeah, but they're not. And they're so excited mm-hmm. to come and spend the winter with me
3: mm-hmm.
0: because now they can, they can say, well, typically when I took a lesson, I'd go out and play the next day and I'd forget all about it because um, I had my buddies to beat yeah, and I wasn't going to have to, you know, I wasn't going to think about it. cause you can't do a change overnight. No. Yeah. That's for sure.
1: It doesn't work like that.
0: So, but to us it's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when, when we're, we're training somebody, we're not only training them to find a different position, quote unquote, mm-hmm. because the position's got to fit what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. but it's a, a mindset. Mm-hmm. So what do you want? Not what, do you want to avoid? Yeah. Yeah. It's what is it it exactly that you want? And that's the cool part Mm -hmm. because a lot of good players listening to this right now, Mm -hmm. you've pulled off that shot, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, back to my student who followed Tiger at Ohio. Yeah. He says off the tee, he was horrible, Mm -hmm. but when he was coming out of the trees Mm -hmm. back into play, Like I stood, there was three different areas where I went and stood where Tiger was to hit a shot. I looked up and I saw nothing (laughs) and Tiger had extricated himself somewhere close to the green and got up and down for his par. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, I have no idea how he did that. I still don't know to this day. The guy is an absolute magician. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. Off the tee box, he's looking for that position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he went through five coaches. Yeah. With five different sets of positions. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's to me what caused his demise with his body because while he was trying to get into those positions, mm-hmm. the, the, there was a toll that was taken on his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of, you know, after winning the Masters by 12 shots in 1997, mm-hmm. just continue to play his shots. Yeah. Yeah. His second coach, um, uh, his second important coach said, um, Hey, you know, uh, that was John Anselmo. Uh, I think, I think he just, he passed away by age of 94 in the last five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, um, he says every time I gave Tiger a position to go for mm-hmm. a position to position himself into, mm-hmm. yeah. he was mediocre at best. I mean, you know, it was, uh, Um, it was something that caught my attention because I knew that that would hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. And then every time I gave him a shot to execute, that would help that positioning. He was incredible. Yeah. Like head and shoulders above everybody he's ever taught. Mm -hmm. So that just goes to show where he needed to push tiger. Mm -hmm. Tiger needed to know why. And -hmm. that's where he went to Butch and Butch was, was the why. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Hank Haney for some more position stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now he's on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which to me is the best thing for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's got a couple of people that keep an eye on him just in case. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're Because you can't see yourself. Yeah. But um oh. you know, I would encourage him to keep listening to what his body's telling him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just keep executing the shots that he needs to execute. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything will turn out just fine, mm-hmm. and if uh, if the planets line up for a tournament, I think I got I I'll, I'll put my money. I'll on I'll put it. my money on Tiger. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's just a legend.
0: Yeah, so uh, so I hope that gives you guys an insight um, on you know if if your practice because you're going to hit some it shots, you'll be unfocused. You know, I, I get um some customers that come certain days, and I'm I can see that they're off, and I'm going, hey, yeah. Uh, what are you focused on? Mm -hmm. He says, Sean, give me a minute. I had a rough day at the office. (laughs) I'll be with you in about five minutes. (laughs) 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 Just let me get some lead out here. Right. And I get that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we have, there's certain days where you're not going to perform because other things are going on in your life. Mm -hmm. So, but if you can, if you're able to focus, you know, like, uh, uh, in football, yeah. Uh, the training program for a receiver mm-hmm. or a, a safety or a, a, a quarterback yeah i mean everyone has their own program right yeah
2: yeah big time yeah so that's a good point actually because it's uh movement specific our coaches said because like uh, a receiver would not move the same way as a defensive end would right but uh generally the, the same thing would just be power output like you said, like a uh, defensive end will be lifting way more weight versus a receiver. A receiver needs um, lightweight but needs to move it fast.
0: Needs to move it fast. Yeah. Fast or, twitch.
2: Fast twitch, exactly. So uh, for a quarterback, not much is needed. It's just uh, conditioning the legs, but also, you know, doing arm uh, mobility stuff, you know, keeping the shoulder yeah. nice and loose. You know, that would be uh, for a quarterback. And then for like a, a safety, like you said, safeties would be in the same category as a as a receiver, you know, doing speed work. Yeah. And um, O-Lyman would just be, you know, heavyweight, a lot of power stuff with the medicine balls, you know. Like a lot O-line. of explosive power yeah. with big weight. Big weight, yeah, both legs and upper body. Yeah. Yeah, so. And that
0: that's why, you know, we look at Moose, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, here I am, I'm thinking, ah, man, that's, I've got 7-iron moving at 200 yards now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's Moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so so he used to be a receiver. So he has that quick twitch, the fast twitch muscles, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he had to become D lineman, mm-hmm. and then he had to move that, move more weight mm-hmm. yeah. with that same power output. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, there is some nice remnants of that right now on your on your carcass. <laughs> yeah, yeah it comes. Yeah, it comes and goes. <laughs> and uh, and I can see you training in the gym. Yeah. and you know, we had to transform our garage into a gym for for Riley and Munashe and mm-hmm. and you for you Sav and uh, and now me. Yep. You know, yeah. and, the uh, club. That's it, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing how much healthier I get because I you know this um uh, my QL has been bugging me the last few years yeah and uh, I've I have a few more aches and pains now at age 55 and I have to address that mm-hmm. yeah if, I mean I want to play golf for a very long time and I want to play it well mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't want to play mediocre and um and I'm you know, a lot of my customers are coming to me with that, mm-hmm. and um, and some are now moving towards you for a for a very specific program. Yeah, and so you look at Bryson. Yeah, and he's got basically uh, um, a program that's very similar to like a hybrid between a receiver and and, the, and a D lineman type of thing, right? Yeah,
2: like let's say he's more towards a baseball player. Yeah, because he's the. Uh, it's more relatable in the, in the swing aspect, like a baseball slugger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more relatable for, for for the sport, but like, yeah, he's his his stature too. Like he's six four, right? Like, and and he's it's a big boy. Yeah, he's he's pretty strong, and the training, like you said, like he he's got a lot of weight going on. Yes, like I'm, sure, I'm not sure exactly. what. He's moving weight,
0: and he's moving weight fast.
2: Yeah, like you said, he's training like the uh, long drive hitters, right? Yes, so exactly. Those, I've I've looked at some of those guys' workouts, and it's um, it's it's. Uh, it's amazing. Like it's a, it's a lot of power stuff. A lot of medicine ball throws. Like it's just um, moving things fast, moving heavyweight fast. That's the mentality that yeah. it has. The warriors.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But we're becoming warriors mm-hmm. in in the game of golf. Really.
2: Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of strange to see, like very you no know, surprising to see, but it's mm-hmm. it's cool though because it's yeah. being. It has intent though. Like it's a focused. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Exactly
0: it. So when you're practicing, there's got to be a purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're not trying to hit positions. I mean, you know, I asked, asked my student, I would say, you're, you're trying to hit that position. What's the purpose of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mm-hmm. was told to go there. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. has to stop people, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right? Yeah. That really has to stop. Yeah. yeah. And and there are many teachers just going through the motions right now. Yeah. You know, they're just going to go do those positions and I'll see you in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's changing, you know, yeah. because the the – the results are just not showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and, and that's where, you know, I, I I really you know, if we can do our part mm-hmm. yeah. to to help the game of golf along and, and to get people to enjoy the game, yeah. uh, this is definitely one of those one of those aspects right now. Yeah, it's yeah. A
2: very exciting aspect. Well the
1: proof is just in you come home every night and we ask you, how'd your lessons go? Oh, so good. Like s- fantastic. <laughs> I know, I, yeah. You know, it's, like it's a broken record. Every yeah. time you come home, it's always positive, And there's always a student who's made an improvement who's happy to leave the lesson. And, you know, they always want to come back. So,
0: yeah. And it's, it reminds me of, of, of you, mm-hmm. um, you know, the evening time, you had so much energy bouncing around the walls. And, and then at one point it was like, you know, out like a light. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's me. You know, I yeah. like um, during COVID um, and, and like in our on our shoulder season right now, we have like about three weeks off where um, we're preparing for the winter and all that. And I, mm-hmm. I, my afternoon naps end up <laughs> being a little longer than usual and I get a little sluggish.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, and then my winter series just started out. hmm. And so I got lessons in the morning, I take my I got my little nappy in the in the in the afternoon and then yeah. I got my evening lessons that go from mm-hmm. 5 till 9. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm basically bouncing off the walls when I get home.
1: Literally. Yeah. When, okay, it's just so funny seeing the change in like your energy level coming home at night. I'm just like this guy is pippy and it's like 9:30. <laughs> what's the, what's going on?
0: <laughs> exactly. And my Saturdays I'm 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 thinking, oh man, mate, did I did I put that I was scheduled too many lessons on Saturdays because I'm going from eight a.m. through four p.m. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: with a with a basically a 50, because everybody's so gung ho they come early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I end up having like fifteen minutes for lunch. Yeah.
3: yeah, and
0: I'll just you know wolf down you know my my goat yogurt with some pistachios and oh, uh, yeah. some some blueberries. Yeah. yeah, and I come home at four thirty and I'm bouncing off the walls and I didn't get a break all day. I didn't mm-hmm. get my afternoon nap. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then I, you know, I, I sit down to, mm-hmm. you know, have sure. a little coffee and, yeah. you know, talk to talk talk things out, and then, but an hour later, it's like out like a light. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, time to shut down.
0: So yeah. I feel very blessed to to enjoy what I do for a living, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel very blessed to have you know, um, the the students that we have, uh, and uh, you know fantastic thanks deep heartfelt thanks to everyone who gives their feedback on our youtube channel mm-hmm. and on our premium channel and who follow us and uh who follow this this particular program mm-hmm. yeah and because it's um it, it's this is fun you know this podcast mm-hmm. is so much fun because it it just it's a different platform to mm-hmm. talk about what we love you know, about and, golf, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like the three of us are sitting around around our little round table here. We'll <laughs> yeah. we'll send you a picture one day. This savvy's yeah. all wrapped up in her blanket and all
3: cozy. She's all
0: cozy, and you know, Moose sitting there looking at me with a twinkle in his eye going, "Hey, when are we going balls, man? When are we going?" <laughs> yeah. I, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> we have uh, Sundays. We have um, our uh, our juniors that take. Uh, you know, I, I I dedicate that day for our, our junior coach who has his after-school program. He's at the university during the week, but is so busy on weekends. He says, you know, you do you mind if we come and, and use your facility on the weekends? And so I said, that Sunday is fine. And uh, so he's there from nine in the morning till five in the evening and enjoying our, our indoor studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's obviously for a great cause. It's for the kids. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, so we'll, uh, we'll go later and do our, we're to do our premium video yeah and uh and our our video this week mm-hmm. uh it's master's week mm-hmm. yeah so excited
1: i will be parked in front of the tv it's like
0: we've all been <laughs> in for a, four days yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and uh your mom our uh, my wife yeah. is uh is going to be gone are you guys another week of, of <laughs> golf on tv yeah
1: masters only happens once a year and I don't feel any guilt sitting in front of the TV for four days to watch Masters. Yeah. I just don't.
0: Exactly. So we're, uh, we're all pretty pumped about that. It's mm-hmm. going to be a, a terrific week. The, uh, the uh, election is out of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the stage is set. Yep. And uh, wow. You know? So everyone... Happy Masters this week. Enjoy the tournament. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about it in, in our next week's podcast. Yeah, be a There's going to be a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so all the best, you guys. Be safe. Take care. Bye.